0: Grab your Bibles, if you will. Turn with me to Romans 8 and 38. Come on, turn me to Romans 8 and 38. Romans 8 and 38. persuaded that neither death nor life nor angels nor principalities nor powers nor things present nor things to come nor height nor death nor any creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus, Father in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, you're already here. You're already here. Show yourself mighty and show yourself strong. Do something only you can do. Show yourself only like you can show yourself. For someone here needs to be healed, delivered, and set free. Someone here needs your miracle. Someone here, oh God, and we cannot leave the same. We cannot leave the same. For the devil is a liar, you are exalted. We have the victory. Hallelujah. For the devil is a liar, you are exalted. We have the victory. For the devil is a liar. You are exalted, and we have the victory. For I am persuaded that you are a mighty good God. Speak to me today, God, as a learned man. Be prophetic today, Holy Spirit. Prophesy. Yeah. Prophesy today, oh God. Send the spirit of manifestation. We release you in this building in Jesus' name. For someone here needs a miracle. Someone here needs to be set free. Someone needs to be delivered. There will be sign and there will be wonder. In Jesus' awesome name, use me, God. I yield my vessel unto you. Pour into me so that I can pour out to your people. And we'll give you glory and we'll give you praise. In Jesus' name. I'm so glad you're here. I'm so glad you're logged on. Welcome you to the Place of Promise Experience. We are a Saturday's church. We just come to tell anybody about somebody who can save everybody. We just come to tell somebody about Him, the body that can save everybody. One more time for the back row. We just come to be a witness and tell everybody about somebody who can save everybody. For some trusted horses, for some trusted chariots, for some trusted gold, Others trust in silver, but I heard the rumor say. But the righteous trust in God, and the Bible says, and the righteous run in, and they are saved. What are they saved from? Saved from our harm. If I was you, I'd run down the road while I'm pulling myself down. I'll tell my neighbor, neighbor, it's a love thing. Tell your neighbor while you're pulling them down, say, neighbor, in case you don't know, it's a love thing. In case you haven't got it yet, it's a love thing. He's writing love checks everywhere. He's writing a love check for you today. And all you got to do is deposit the love check, because his love check never bounces. His love check is more than enough. His love check will heal your body. His love check will stir you up. His love check will lift you up. His love check. You better come get me. Whoa. Praise you, Jesus. 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 Grab your neighbor and pull him down real quick. I gotta preach. Hey. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Grab your neighbor real quick and pull him down. I have to preach. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. The Bible says, for I am persuaded. That neither death, one, nor life, two, nor angels, three, nor principalities, four, nor powers, five, nor present things, six, nor things to come, eight, nor height, nine, nor depth, ten, nor any other creature, eleven, shall be able to separate us. From the law, he says, There's eleven things upon this earth that's going to pull at you. But these eleven things, Jesus, I'm about to run, these eleven things shall not be able to prosper. For the weapons of your warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God, through the pulling down of strongholds. It is a love thing. The psalmist Davis said that. He said that, and it is so profound, as we walk our faith out in God. David pinned a part of his heart posture toward him who was able. For David said, and I quote, I have never seen the righteous forsaken. I've seen it with my own eyes. And I've seen it with my own life. Or his seed begging for bread. I've never seen the righteous forsaken. My hair isn't the same color, and I may have got a few more wrinkles, and I may have got a few more scars. But all that I have been through, he has yet kept me. Song says, love lifted me. Oh, my God. Love lifted me. When nothing else would help, it was love that lifted me. Even as I I say that song, I can still feel the hope of his love. In my life, I can still feel the hope of his love in my situation. I can feel the hope of his love in my circumstance. I can feel the hope of his love even though I'm sick. I can feel the hope of his love. Why? Because this is a love thing. The text reveals something about God's intention. See, God's love is not emotional, my brothers and sisters. Even though it will get an emotional response. But his love is rooted in a resource of his character, of his being. So emotion response does not persuade him. He can look through an emotion of a man and find man's faith. He can look through the lenses of his emotions and find the root of your pain. He can look through your faith. He can look through you and find his love in your life. His love is searching for your faith. His faith, his, your faith has a love vein, a love DNA. to your neighbor, my faith has a love DNA, a love DNA. Listen at the love of God. He said, Listen at how God first loved us. For the Bible says this. He said that he he had a council meeting, let us make men in our image and likeness, and they spoke into man's life. Let's give, look what God said, I'm going to speak a word into a man's life, and when I'm going to speak a word into life, I'm going to give him just like me. What am I? I am fruitful and I am multiply. That's why they call me the abundant God. That's why he said, let us make men in our image and make him fruitful and make him multiply because God broke a piece of himself off and put it right inside of us. Thank you, Jesus. That's why he said you be fruitful and you multiply. Why? Because when you are fruitful and you are multiplying, you are a part of my DNA and my DNA is abundance. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, our God runs in abundance. He never runs out. Tell your neighbor, our God has an inexhaustible resource. He never runs out. He never runs cold. He never runs dry. He's always full. He's always ready to pour. Why? It's a left concerning you and I. Hey, neighbor, he never runs out. Oh, that right there should stop the whole service right there. If I was you, I would stand up and point to somebody and say, hey, neighbor, 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 do you know our God never runs out? Oh, all, all, all I need is a good 50 folk who decide to come to church today, who decide that God is real, who decide that whatever I needed, whatever I need, he can do it. His, he never runs out. He has more than. Than enough. You want to tell your neighbor, come on, tell him real good. We're going to prophesy and we're going to shout all day. Hey, neighbor, neighbor, he never runs out. If you need it, he got it. Oh, old folks say, whatever you need, my God got it. Why? He never runs out. Oh, my God. I'm not trying to preach so early. I don't want to work the musicians too hard today. Hallelujah. Following me. Thank you, Jesus. Because he never runs out. And if I had time to stop there and preach, I can tell you might right now, Brother that's why he says, that's why he says, I can do exceedingly abundantly more than I can ever, you can ever ask or think. Why? I never run out. Oh, your thoughts are not high enough to make me run out. Oh, your emotions are not high enough to make me run out. Your tears are not high enough to make me run out. Your faith is not big enough to make me run out. I never run out. Why? Because I'm more than enough. This love thing that I have for you is more than enough. My brothers and my sisters, I never run out because it's a love thing that's why i'm that's why he says i want you to know this one thing if you don't have anything else you ought to tell your neighbor neighbor as long as i got king jesus oh i understand why vicki wine has prophesied that song she says as long as i got king jesus i don't need nobody else why because when i got king jesus nor death nor life nor angels nor principalities no power, no present thing, or no thing to come, nor height, nor death, nor any other creature shall separate me from the love of God. Oh, glory, oh, glory, oh, glory. Grab your nigga, pull him down, pull him down. You're going to make me preach. Pull him down. Why? He's more than enough oh my god oh you want to tell somebody he's more than enough why he's faithful and he's true thank you jesus he's faithful and he's true oh folks have you tried jesus he's all right have you tried jesus he's all right oh i know this old cliche i know this old church but i'm telling you there's something about when you say have you tried jesus he's all right he works it out he shows up hallelujah! he's fixing it Hallelujah and he did it just in the nick of time Hallelujah to your neighbor he'll do it he'll do it just in the nick of time just in the nick of time just when I needed him the most just when I needed him the most oh hey hey I need me a banner waiver I need me a banner waiver just when I needed him the most he came through just when I needed him the most. He came through. I know it's early in the message. I know it's early in the sermon. But i just got to stop right here and wave my banner and say, yes! Yes, he is. He's just! Yes, he is. He's just what I need. He's just what I call him. He's more than enough. Yes, he is. Tell your neighbor, a neighbor, yes, he is, yes, he is, yes, he is. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Hallelujah, come on sit down down. Yes he is, yes he is, yes he is. He's a burden bearer, yes he's heavy load sheriff. I know that sounds old and I know that sounds old church but it's something about that saying. He's a heavy load sheriff, he's a heavy load bearer. Hallelujah, he's a burden sheriff. And then he said cast your burden upon the Lord and he will carry it much. I don't know about you, but I'm still casting my tears. I'm still casting my neck. You want to tell your neighbor, he's able. He will do. He's able. Whoa. Come on, grab your neighbor, pull him down, pull him down. He's able, he's able, he's able, he's able, he's able. I'm trying to preach, he's able, he's able. He's able, he's able, he's able. He's able, he's able, he's able. He's able Yes, he is. Yes, he is. He's able. He's able. He's able. He's able. This is a love thing. This is a love thing. See, that's why, that's why I'm trying. I'm trying to preach. I'm trying to preach. But that's that's why, you, that's why you wave your hand and you jerk. I kind of found out why I do it like that. Because he loved me. He first loved me. That's why sometimes you just throw your hands up in the air. Hallelujah. Sometimes you throw your hands up in the air. And you just start jerking and before you know it start clapping your hands. And before you know it, you start saying thank you. Before you know it, you start saying good God. Before you know it, you start saying praise you. Before you know it, something in the atmosphere began to move around. Something in the atmosphere began to move around. You start creating a glory. Create Hallelujah. It's a love thing. It's a love thing. Come on, grab your neighbor. Grab your name, pull him down. Say, neighbor, it is a love thing. It's a love thing. It's a love thing. That's why you shout the way you did. That's why you jumping like that. That's why you clapping your hands like that. That's why tears in your eyes. It's a love thing. It's a love thing because he first loved me. I'll never know how much it cost, but you first loved me. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you Jesus, you first love me. I can't pay you back but oh, what I can do is give you glory. What I can do is tell you thank you. What I can do is say you're wonderful. What I can do is say thank you. Hallelujah. Ha What a wonderful God we serve ha! What a wonderful God we serve. What a wonderful God we serve. What a wonderful God we serve. Hallelujah. Hallelujah he can look through the lenses of of our emotions and find the roots of our pain he can look forward through your faith and find your faith his love can search you and find you just where you are you cannot lie to God you cannot hide from God for David even said where can I go when you not be there David said if I go to the deepest sea you are yet still there David said, if I hide myself in darkness, darkness becomes light unto you. David said, what can I go? What can I do? And your love not be there. I want to tell you, my brothers and sisters, that God had a council meeting and he said, let us make men in our image. He broke off a piece of his abundance and said, with this abundance I'm giving you, you be fruitful and you multiply. I just don't want to have the likeness and the image of God, but I'm sorry. I just don't want to have the likeness and the image of God, but I I want him to give me the functionality of what it is to be in the likeness and the image of God. For we are the ability, for we have the ability to tap into the word that speaketh, that speaketh life into us. And his word is a love thing for you and I. The text says, for I am persuaded, persuaded indicates that, that, that through my times and through this walk of faith, I, ha- I, ha- I have proven prophetic voice. That I have come to depend on, on is not that is not only constant, but a beacon of consistent truth, a beacon of consistent faithfulness. That you are all that I need and will ever need. You love me. You love me in my crazy self. You love me so much that you keep me sometimes from even hurting my own self with things that I say. You love me just like. That's why I can live, that's why I can live in Psalms 23, that the Lord is my shepherd, that I shall not want, because your love has proven to be a voice that witnesses and testifies of your faithfulness and love. This is a love thing, that I am persuaded says that, I am persuaded says that, I, that in my mind, the cerebral part of me, notice, notice Paul said here, in my mind, the cerebral part part of me, the part that houses my sensitive ability. They have come to apprehend the acts of your love toward me. Paul Paul wrote, a, Paul wrote something. he says, Lord, you love me so much that I even ask you a question in Corinthians, 2 Corinthians 12 and 14. And it says, Father, I am struggling with this thing in my flesh, and it's really an issue for me. But Paul asked God this three times, and God said, because I love you so much. I will not take it from you, but my grace is sufficient for me. My brother, sister, can I tell you something? God will love you so much that He won't take that very thing, that thing that has harassed you, that thing has, that thing has kept you up at nighttime. God will love you so much that He won't take that from you, but He'll give you grace to deal with it, grace to handle it, grace to overcome it, grace. Touch, grace to keep it in its place. Because sometime in your life, you don't, sometimes you just need, God wants you to grow up. And God said, This is how I'm going to use it to grow you up. Oftentimes in life, love comes to grow you up. See, love just don't come to be emotional and to coddle you, love also has a discipline on side. And God says, with this love, Paul, I'm teaching you that I have a love thing for you. I know you operate in the gifts. I know you prophesy. I know you sing. I know you go to church. I know you give your offering. I know you are a good good person. But even with being a good person, there are some things in your life that I must love you through. I must love you through it. I must love you through your lying. I gotta love you through that. I gotta love you through your thief. I gotta love you through that. I gotta love you through your miscommunication. I gotta love you through that. What happens is God says, "I'm gonna love you through it. I'm not gonna throw you away because there's too much value in you." See, the devil would the devil would fool you and tell you you're unvaluable. The devil will fool you and tell you, oh, the life you lead is not worthy. The devil will fool you and tell you that. But you ought to tell the devil, one day, I'm gonna te- one day we're gonna have a tell your devil off service. And you're gonna stand up and you're gonna point your finger in his face and tell the devil, you have been lying to me too long. I'm bigger, I'm better than that. Why? The scripture, as a matter of fact, devil, I don't even gotta tell you what I'm gonna say. I'm here with the word said about me. The word said that I'm fearfully and I'm wonderfully made. That, 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 we just cannot take that for granted, that I'm fearfully and I'm wonderfully made. That means there's something about me. Thank you, Jesus, I feel it now. That means there's something about me that has eyes have not seen. And there's something about me that says that God has value and placed in me. There's something about me. You ought to tell your neighbors and neighbor, I'm glad you're sitting by me. Because you're sitting by someone who has the favor of God upon their life. You're sitting by someone who may not look like I should look like. But you tell that neighbor, neighbor, even though I do not look like I should look like, I'm yet still here. There's something about me that God decided one day. We talked about this two weeks ago that he sent a man named Jesus to Calvary. There's something about me. It is a love thing. Something about me. Something about me. Something about me. And then David told Peter, Paul, he said, Paul, look at God told Paul, Paul, look here. My grace is sufficient for you. My loving kindness and mercy are more than enough. No, he says, always available. That right there almost made me run. Always available, regardless of the situation. For my power is be, and my power in you is being made perfect, and it and it will and it will completely show itself to be most effective, Jesus Christ, in your weakness. Therefore, Paul said, therefore, I will all be more gladly boasted my weakness, for that if I'm boasting, I'm why, why, so that the power of Christ may completely enfold me. Jesus, that I may dwell, that he may dwell in me. What he's saying is that there's something inside of me. That when God says I'm I'm wonderfully and fearfully made, when God says I'm making you in my likeness and my image, if he is full of manifolds, you have many folds inside of you. Other words, if you and I were at a post office, know that the mailbox is not built just to handle one piece of mail. The mailbox is built to handle many envelopes. You are a mailbox to God. And you are built to carry many envelopes. And when someone opens you up, when you open yourself up to God, you can begin to unfold, open up the things inside of you. There is a love thing in you that God wants to come to life. There is a love thing in you that God wants to be shown. There's a love thing in you. The reason why the enemy is fighting you the way he fights you is because there's, you ought to tell the enemy, I'm, wor- I, I, I'm worthy, I'm good enough, I have authority and favor upon my life. I'm worthy See, because he's worthy. I'm worthy up unto him. I'm worthy to have the blood of the Lamb upon my life. That's why he gave me the blood of the lamb. Thank you, Jesus. That's why you should stop saying, I feel so unworthy. No, 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 no. Jesus would not give his life for them something that wasn't unworthy. Jesus would not, God would not send Jesus to give his life for something that was worthless. He found you worthy. Oh, I got to stay there for a minute. He found you worthy. He found you to be valuable. You could be cracked up. You could be a person in the street. You could be an alcoholic. You could yet be a murderer. But God found you worthy. And he'll turn the very, oh my God, I'm about to run through here. He, I've seen him do it before. Where he's taken someone's life and it seems as though that's why I love him. He said, I don't look at the outside appearance of a man. I look at his heart. Why? Because if I can tap into his heart, I'll pull on that love thing inside of him. And that love thing inside his heart will compel him to come to me and let me, sh- let me unzip him and show the world who he really is. He said, Paul says, I will gladly boast in my weakness, because my weakness let me know that I'm dependent on God. Because the Bible says, when I'm weak, I'm strong. That's what Paul said, I boast in my weakness. Why? Because when I'm weak, I'm strong. And, and when, when I'm poor, I'm rich. And, and when I'm sick, I'm well. Paul uses that, because Paul says to you, I got to teach you a contradiction. And the contradiction is, you may think this way, but love says another the song says, love lifted me. Love lifted me. When nothing else could help, it was love that lifted me. Is there anybody in the room, and I'm closing here, that you know that love lifted you? Why? Because God going to get the glory out of your life. Jesus was letting Paul know, I am, I am going to get the glory out of this. I know that you may not be what you are expecting, or even the five-year plan in your life may not be working out. But glory will come from this. You may have been divorced, but glory will come from this. You may have had some heartbreak up and some pain, but glory. You may have had children out of wedlock, but glory is going to come out of this. You may have went through some tough situations. You may have just came out of your worst argument, but glory is going to come out of this. Why? This is a love thing, and my love is going to show you that I will take what was bad, back then, and I'll turn around for your good. That's why God always says, what they meant for evil, glory to God. I my love is going to turn it around for your good. You may have, good God Almighty, you may have lost some opportunities along the way, but my love is going to show you. You may have been sick along the way, but my love is going to show you, you know, oftentimes. I don't like to talk about my situation. But when they told me I had diabetes, and I'd ask God, I said, God, you heal me. Do, do a, I mean, I went on a fast. I went on a long fast. I said, God, I want you to heal me from my diabetes. I want you to show the world that you are more than enough. I want you to show the world of the miracle-working power of God. And I prayed that prayer, and I believed he would, and I still believe he would. But the Lord told me, in the meantime, My grace and my love's gonna pull you through it. Oh my God, wife, I can show somebody that you can deal with it and you can yet still live. Tell your neighbor but his love thing will help you deal with it and you yet shall live. Or oh, I can deal with it and I yet shall live. Yes, I may got to go to the courthouse, but I can deal with it and I can live. I may got to go to the doctor, but I can deal with it and I can live. I may got to go to the bank, but I can deal with it and I can live. I may got to do some things I didn't want to do. I can deal with it, but I'm going to live. You want to tell your neighbor his love will help me deal with it. So I can live. Hallelujah. I gotta deal with it. His grace, His grace, His grace is sufficient for me. See for God's intention, see for I understand, see one thing I know about the operation of His love. See God's love plan for you is much more than what you think. It's just not, it's just not a regular life Jesus have for you. Jesus, I didn't come to give you a regular life. I came to give you a life that's extraordinary. I came to give you a life that offers me. I came to give you a life and my life is abundance. It is a love thing. The abundant life is a life of the presence of God being active in your life. The abundant life is the life of a partnering with the kingdom of God. The abundant life is the life of God's love in operation. The abundant life, hallelujah, is the operation of God that will cause you to be able to. To tread over serpents. It will cause you to be able to step over snakes. The abundant life of God, glory to God, will cause you to be able to walk in dark places and still find light. The abundant life of God will help you be able to tell the devil you are a liar. The abundant life of God will help you be able to deal with sickness and disease and still find victory. The abundant life will help you be able to deal with, hallelujah, whatever the devil throws at you. And you will yet time victory. To your neighbor, neighbor, it's a love thing. It's a love thing. It's a love thing. Oh, I'm going, I got to go. I got to go here. But can I tell you, verse as I close, for the love operation of God will cause you to be able to walk in places that you have never walked. For the love operation of God will cause you to be able to see things you've never seen. To your neighbor, neighbor, I got to see things I've never seen. That's why the text is in Genesis, love, the likeness, and the image of God. Why? Because God wants you to know as long as you partner with me, you are going to enter a course of intimacy. And the intimacy course is a shaping process. And I, I, I come to ask you, can God apply his love to you? Can I ask you that thing? Can God apply his love to you i'll say it one more time for you that may be in the back row and for you may be playing on your cell phone i want to ask you can god can god can god apply his love to you and if that's a yes i just need 10 people to stand up right now and tell god yes can god apply his love can god apply his love his love will never fail you. His love will never fail you. His love will never fail you. Oh, I'm done. I'm done. I have so much more. So much more about the love of God. This is going to probably be a six-week series until the day of Pentecost. I just need I'm telling you. I need you to raise your hand and tell God yes. Yes. Apply your love to me. Apply your love to me. Your love's going to push me. Your love's going to challenge me. But your love is going to guide me to my better me. His love wants to take you to your better you. You can apply your love to me. Let me ask you a deeper question. Can God apply his love to your finances? If you allow God to apply his love to your money, to my health, to my wealth, God, apply your love all over me, not just my mind, not just my heart, not just my physical abilities, but apply your love all over me. For in your love, you're going to work it out for me. Your love has built in it a workout mechanism. Your love has built in it a breakthrough plan. Your love has built in it a bridge that will cover glory to God, that will go over troubled waters. Your love for me has a bridge. That will bring me over troubled waters. Your love for me. I has a bridge that will take me to my destiny. Your love for me. Your love for me. Glory to God. I feel it. I feel him saying yes. I say yes, Lord, yes.